Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. I feel like I'm getting louder. Hey, welcome back, everybody, for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined, as always, by the number one producer in Late Night. It's Dave Willimowski. Dave, how are you doing? Doing good. It's been a long week already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, it's Wednesday, so that's bad news, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're only halfway through it. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. This is a nice, I know we're halfway through it. I'm going to have some fun. I'm excited. How are you doing? You know what I like most about you, Dave, is yeah. you, what your, your words said, my week is going terribly and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But your face said, I'm going to smile and bear yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. You are a true Polak. <laughs> I am, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Wear that with pride. Uh, oh my God, Dave! Do you know what's going down in just over two weeks? Oh, there was something. Yeah, it's the fourth annual "It's Too Late" live show, hosted by yours truly, as well as Dave and Mary Liberty Late Night at the Private Bon Aqua Computer Club in Bon Aqua, Tennessee. But you got to get your tickets. Get Look, your guys, tickets. it's ten do- June fourth here in Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It's ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what your ten dollars gets you. Your ten dollars gets you. Barbecue sandwiches. Whoa. Uh, a couple sides. I think we decided the sides are going to be like baked beans and mac and cheese because it's like just, you know, yeah. like That's if you're, you if you're going to shave some years off your life, just go all the way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a dessert bar. What? Oof. The dessert bar, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be banana pudding, uh, yellow cake with chocolate icing. Uh, peanut butter blossoms, chocolate chip cookies, um, an, a, another type of pudding. Like, why have one? Wow. You know, like, let's just have two. That's twice as much. But um, wait, there's more. That's no, that was it. That was the only, oh. yeah, that was the whole thing. Um, you're going to get you're going to get to spend the whole afternoon with like minded liberty lovers from around the country. Um, there's going to be a live show. There's going to be a guy juggling knives on a unicycle, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that like, sounds like a lie. Doesn't it? it okay, yeah, it does. It's, it it does like sound like a lie. <laughs> it, it actually does, but I haven't lied yet. That's the thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tom Woods will be there. Okay, see, now I lied. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Ron Paul's going to be making... He's the keynote speaker. Yeah. Yeah, so... There's two lies and a truth there. Yep. I'll let you figure out which one it is. God, wouldn't it be amazing if Ron Paul showed up now? Just showed up. Like there's going to be caught wind of it. <laughs> there's going to be some asshole though that says, "I thought there was going to be two puddings. I don't like banana." Yeah, I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, Dave. Let me help you out. Oh, there's. Uh, yeah. See, I All usually right. just do do the laugh track myself. Yeah, well, it's lot. you're so just enamored with the show that you mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I feel like a viewer and a participant kind of get lost in that. Yeah. That's like, there's some weird identity stuff going on there. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to our friends that are watching the show tonight on Twitch. You can check us out on twitch.tv slash Alan underscore mostly. <laughs> there it is. And that could be you. Yeah, that that's you. that's what I'm striving for. When I get older, I'm going to grow a mustache and, and slick my hair. I actually used to do my hair like that when I was a kid mm-hmm. because 
I have like the crazy curly hair and I didn't like it. So I just like brushed it back. it back and I'm going to be that guy. That's that's I'm looking forward to it. Um, this is what you can do. If you're an Amazon Prime customer, you can subscribe to this show for free on free. Twitch. And you know what happens? We still get paid. Mm -hmm. You pay nothing, but we yeah. get paid. Just milking it out of Amazon. That It's like your civic duty to help wow. us. You like milking it out, do you, Dave? Yeah, milk it out of Amazon. Just okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, if that if you get D Dave, they can't see you right now. Dave's Dave's free. doing this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Just let me. All right. Um, if if you can give us free money and you just don't do it because that's how lazy you are, then there's a website you can go to to get the information you need to make the right choice for you. I haven't used that in a while. I know. I feel like have we we pretty much covered them all. Like have we done all the bits? There's a few more. There's the one the first one I hit in the pre-show. Oh yeah, there's that one. Well, there's all there's there's one that I have at the top of my buttons, but that's for <laughs> if the, if we have an uh-oh from you, but we haven't yeah. had an uh-oh. We haven't had yeah. an uh-oh from you in a few weeks. I feel like something's wrong. Yeah, you better knock on that desk. <laughs> yeah, you you're right about that. Uh <laughs> Let me tell you about something going on in the news, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of people out there that feel like if you say something they don't like, they just they just assume it's fake news. And then that's going to cause reason for you, for at, at a minimum, for that to be removed from social media. At a most, for you to be removed from social media. But it seems like, for some reason, those rules don't quite apply across the board. I want you to take a look at this first image right here. Uh, this was from our friends over at Reuters who had the headline that said, Ukraine says it has repelled Russian incursion in, what is that? What kind of region is that? Sumi? Sumi? Sumi. Don't sue me, please. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't have anything. Fuck it. But anyway, um, but I want you to take a really close look at that picture they used in the headline. Take a look at this right here. No, that's the first one. Oh, oh Dave! Oh, oh, you know what that means. No, no, no. No, close the picture. You've ruined okay. the bit. We should, we should have went over this. I feel like... Jesus Christ. I wasn't really prepared. Like, I they're, figured it was just... Dave, they're numbered one through five. Yeah, what do you want know, from me? What, Dave, what can I do to help you? Okay, I understand. No, that was me. I should have I should have spent a little more time looked at the content. All right. But anyway, take a closer look at this picture right here. Are they repelling the Russians with paintball guns? Oh wow. That is a paintball gun. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Funny that. But that wasn't the only thing that happened just from earlier this same week. Take a look at this next picture right here. Barry R. McCaffrey, your local blue checkmark on Twitter, posted this uh, short video. We don't actually have the clip because he deleted it. More of that later. He, he played this little clip, supposedly, of Russian aircraft getting, quote, nailed by UKR missile defense. The Russians are losing large numbers. But if you look closely at the bottom of that video, it clearly says it's from the video game Arma 3. <laughs> it's actually in the video. Yeah, it looks a little, yeah. 
little render. So if you're wondering, if you're wondering to yourself, oh, come on, what an idiot. Who is this Barry R. McCaffrey guy? Take a look at this next image right here, I'll tell you. Barry R. McCaffrey from NBC News and MSNBC oh. is a four-star U.S. Army general retired and a whole bunch of other accolades. But uh, between you and me, when it says Army General R.E.T. period, I feel like that now stands for something a little bit different. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. We'll get in trouble, Dave. I'm not going to say it. Like, like, they can post video game clips and paintball yeah. guns, and that's okay, but if we call them goddamn retards, then we get deplatformed. Oh, said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anything else to add to that, or is that good? Wow. No, that was, that was a, a great... Aaron, uh, Aaron, we can't lose you. You're our only oh. mod. Our mod oh God, in this... chat is not being a good example to everyone else. <laughs> You see that? <laughs> no, no. Which ain't right. paying attention to us yet. Imagine being a four-star general and playing video game clips and making expert commentary on them. Expert commentary. Evidently, the developers did a pretty good job of you know their their uh, their game. You know. Yeah. No, Physics he's just a, stuff. he's just an idiot. That's that's it. He watched but, that video and he's like, "I've seen that before, flying yeah. over my head." Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the real takeaway from that is, is that experts label. These are the people that are considered the experts that get mm -hmm. the blue check marks that are not being fact checked. Everything they say is assumed to be true. If anything, for you to dispute it, you're assumed to be in the wrong until proven otherwise. And yeah. these people are posting paintball guns and video game clips. <laughs> anyway, um... Hey. Commercial break? Yeah, might as well. Let's take a commercial break, guys. We're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. tell you guys about something so dave and i were discussing uh in today's pre-show that i think we forgot to record again but you know whatever yeah uh no one's subscribed to the patreon who cares um <laughs> aaron could you remind people to subscribe to the patreon we haven't gotten a new patreon subscriber since the last one that's ridiculous yeah um, that's way too long yeah um so dave and i were talking about how wouldn't it be kind of cool if all of our buttons broke and none of our music and graphics were working so dave and i just did them all via like pantomime mm -hmm. like when yeah. it's time for a bumper you know we would just go what down 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 like yeah dave would yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we decided that's an awful lot of work to make a worse show yeah so we'll probably do it all right yeah. um 
let me tell you about tonight's sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get all of your CBD and Delta-8 needs by going to patcrestbotanicals.com. If you use promo code, it's too late. You get 30% off. Whoa. Almost a third off for using promo code, it's too late. I've actually got one of their products right here. This is the Ascend 3000. Can, can, we, get a, can we get a shot of that? Yeah. Oh, you're ascending. Look at that. Oh my god, I forgot to shave. Shut it down. Yeah, we better just go ahead and kill it. Um, Jesus Christ. Gosh. You yell at me about not being This show is unprofessional. Alright. Unacceptable. You you look different than the guy now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need we need to update that. Yeah, that that bothers yeah, me well, actually a little bit. There's I forgot too to shave too. Yeah, but but you should have week. you should have clean shaved one time and then let it all grow back. Ah, I you look did... terrible. I can't. Oh no, Dave, you're a handsome this, man. Don't say that. Double now, come on. double chin, baby face. It's goofy. Well, just this hides just, this hides a lot. <laughs> just just lose weight. Just do what I do, and just just don't eat. <laughs> just don't eat. Um. It's amazing what you can accomplish with human suffering. Just throwing that out there. Um, you know, I, I bet our sponsor really loves our segues. Yeah, just slide right <laughs> in that. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard worse, but not many. All right. Um, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. War funding or feed babies? Oh, my oh. Gosh, that's so good. he doesn't even know there's an option. Now it makes sense. Oh, okay. Feed bat. What does that mean? Fuba, FIBA. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was pretty good. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither is he. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Oh, we do. Can't wait. What is this? Oh, hold on, I got I got to get my voice ready. All right, <clears throat> all right. In Skull and Bones and Bohemian Grove, most of these guys aren't gay. It's an act of dominance. Like, oh, you're a senator, you want to be president? Bend over and like a former president screws you in the ass. The cashier at Target. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got you got two of them that I hadn't seen yet. That's great. Those are those are. I don't I don't really Fire. do impressions, but it felt good. Yeah. So yeah, you're close. You're All right. Out. Yeah. I'll work on my <laughs> Alex Jones for for June fourth. You know what I actually did earlier today? No lie. Yeah. So when I should have been working on tonight's show, because there yeah. there was no show three hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Shh. When I should have been working on that, I started writing the monologue for the June fourth event. See you are working ahead. Yeah, I was working on a show, just not (laughs) (laughs) the most pressing issue. Um, I guess I'm breaking. We should better answer some viewer mail. I I do. I do a good Alex Jones, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, do the Alex Jones before the viewer mail. All right. I've I've been told. Wait, no, what is it? I'm going to admit I'm a little retarded. Is that right? I don't know. Celeste said it was good. I didn't feel like I, I got. You sounded more from Pennsylvania then than you do when you just talk. And he's a Texan. (laughs) I do a Pennsylvania Alex Jones. 
Neat. I I don't know. Um, I kind of forced let, that let's, one. Let's, let's, let's just let's just do nervous. the yeah. Let's do the viewer mail. I'm I'm off yeah. put now. So this all right. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot to change the viewer mail thing. What the hell is going on? This is the worst fucking show, dude. All right, hold on. No, well, no, no, it's, it's no. It's that thing where you told me it's like if you make a mistake, just glaze right over it. They didn't. They didn't know. Yeah, but I'm the host, so I can acknowledge it. You don't get to acknowledge oh. it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about all these yeah. roles, these stereotypes. Man. Yeah. No, but because there's there's a method to the madness, all right? So it has to be the right one. So here you go. All right. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> and you thought this was going to be a bad show. This is great. Swole Keasley noticed. You see that? Oh, did he? Of yeah, he, he noticed. Did. Yeah. He takes notes every week. I've yeah. seen him. Well, at least somebody does, huh, Dave? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you said notes plural, so that ruled you out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright. Well, I take one so, note every show I do. Not like every episode, but every so, show I <laughs> So when the note fills up, does that mean that the first note is cycled out to make room for the new note? No, I just, I change colors so that I know what revision of note I am on. And I just write over everything. I bet that's how they wrote the Constitution. Mm -hmm. That's All right. why it looks so sloppy. Uh, Tom Arnold writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what about crypto? Huh. What about it? I mean, it's it's taking a big hit right now. Yeah, it is. I keep getting notifications from the yeah. Coinbase or whatever. Like, here's so You lost more money. You know, I actually don't really talk about crypto very much on the show, and I'll actually tell you why that is. Um, the crypto community is just poisonous garbage. That's why. Yes, the community is poisonous okay. garbage. So you've got like you've got your Bitcoin maxis <laughs> wow. out there. Those are the people that think that everyone should put everything into just Bitcoin and no other coins. That's, That's the Bitcoin maxis. That's anti-free market. These people are not free market. These people are economic ignoramuses. They just are, they're into a fad. So you say the wrong thing and all of a sudden you've got like a hundred freaking trolls following you on social media <laughs> saying, you know, stay poor, LOL, as I'm sitting here watching Bitcoin just do this, you know, like I'm like, all right. Earthers. Yeah, exactly. They're the flat earthers of the crypto community. That's exactly right. Um, Glover. <laughs> and on top of that, I promise you, I promise you, if a thousand crypto people end up making negative comments on this video, 998 of them won't even own any. Like, they won't even own any Bitcoin or they'll own, like, 50 cents worth of Bitcoin. But they, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a crypto bro. Stay poor, loser. And they've got, like, 75 cents in crypto. Yeah. So, anyway. Which they, they bought last month for $5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, there, so what about... There you go. Uh, I, I do that... like crypto. And, and I, I heard some good, uh, some good advice on that when you're, you're watching the market crash, like this zoom out. Zoom out on the chart. Because if you go year by year, it's a lot more than it was last year, even though it's taking a dive right now. So, put a little bit in there. You know, you got to be in it to win it. But don't put your life savings in it. Don't put your 401k in there. Correct. Yeah. Where, where's the button? I don't. I don't even have the button. There you go. Okay. All right. Um. 
Logan Denny writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Do you have a favorite book? Yes. Hmm. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave. (laughs) I had that ready and you're just ready. I I practiced. The answer is the good book, Dave. Oh, oh. Well, I'm going to hell. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave, I like how it's presumed I'm the one who's not. <laughs> no, yeah, because you knew the right answer. So obviously, you're, you're yeah. a better Christian than me, which is weird. Uh, Andrew Avery <laughs> writes, Dear Alan and Dave, we're, good, we're, we're, we're rubbing too many communities the wrong way in one no, segment. We're, we're going yeah. to end up with like two fans left. It's going to be the best show ever. Three yeah. out of five stars. Uh, congressional hearing on UFOs. Is it ironic that finally we're decided, we've decided to probe the aliens? Oh. I always forget what irony means, like the definition. Don't don't bother the aliens. Don't be bothering the aliens. (laughs) Just like you don't bother the kids, don't bother the aliens. Leave those aliens alone. Let them be. They ain't going to tell us nothing. Yeah. there's, Bunch of... you, do you ever have this, tell me Dave if you guys ever do this on Liberty Late Night, are you ever like in the middle of like doing something on the board or watching something like on your monitor or whatever and you just like in your sideways eye you catch a glance of the chat and you see something that you think well, we'll just it, it'll, it'll scroll by eventually then no one will see it, you know, I, I had that moment just now, okay, yeah, that's, okay, so it's alright, it's not just me then, alright, um, <laughs> Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your, oh, you know, okay, really quick, I sent out some emails earlier today to some really heavy hitters to be a guest on the show, Yeah, and I'm not going to say who, and you know what, maybe all of them say, I'm not, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not going to be on that show. Yeah, those are the ones that actually heard about it. But it's, it's, it's every single time I actually send out some emails to like some, like, top shelf guests that's when we do a show like this one yeah right where they're reading the email right now and they're like oh look the show's actually live let me let me see what this is all about yeah yeah trying to think of a reference of something ridiculous we just did yeah it all blurs together um i don't have any problem with the jews okay oh there we go it's a joke i'm joking (laughs) yeah Jesus. Everybody needs to lighten up. Uh, Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite ice cream float combination? So combination of of soda and ice cream. Uh, Eric, for instance, says his favorite is root beer and chocolate chip mint. Wow. It's insane. Dave, what's your favorite float combination? I didn't know there was options. Like... Now that you think about it, ice cream float is a very it's like a very general term. Mm-hmm. But I always just thought when you got an ice cream float, you got root beer and vanilla. Like that's just what it is. I didn't realize that you could you could go off of the uh the script like that. So I don't even know. I the whole new world is opened up for me. So I I know that there's a lot of people out there that that they don't like root beer, which they're not they not going to make it, you know what I'm saying? But 
root beer is fantastic um you get you you get you one an ibc root beer in the bottle and pour that to your ice cream and just whoa fancy yeah. root beer yeah yeah glass bottle yeah you got to draw a line Treat somewhere yourself. Yeah. yeah you got to draw a line <laughs> um but a lot of people who don't like root beer just do regular coke so a coke float um I would never do that. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, right so I'm going to be honest with you. I've only ever had root beer floats. I mean, I've had Coke floats, but I've only ever like primarily had root beer floats, root beer and vanilla yeah. ice cream. But yeah. now that Eric's brought it up, I'm I'm willing I'm willing to try. Oh, I just thought it. of something I've heard of. There's oh, what? a legend. <laughs> okay. It's it's sherbet and Sprite. Any sherbet, lime, rainbow. Uh, Brian Johnson writes, dear Alan, and that's disgusting. People who eat sherbet are communists. Like, no, read, read what Ryan just wrote. That's, he needs to be locked up. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> that's why he has to stand up when he does, you know what? That's why right there. All right. Brian Johnson Sprite writes, with cookie dough. that's insane. Speaking, this is so perfect. Speaking of Ryan and what he does, Brian Johnson writes toilet paper over or under. Okay, this is this needs to be settled, and I'm, I, I thought okay. it was, but there's right. still there's still rebels out there, insurgents. Now, obviously, oh, man, it's you're building this up, Dave. I don't know. In in your standard household toilet paper dispenser, where the roll is, you know, let me bring up the roll is facing you. It goes over. I think it's Correct. I think it's in the freaking patent if the memes haven't lied to me. But I worked in the service industry in a restaurant and you know when you're sitting in the stall and the toilet paper's here. Mm -hmm. And there's instructions on the inside of the toilet paper dispenser that says load away from user. So when it's side application, it's actually supposed to be behind. I don't know why, but I'm I always say I'm an anarchist that's a stickler for rules. So when the when the the manufacturer says this is how you use our product if if it's for the public, I think you should use it how they say. So I'll so I'm I'll probably tell you half the, wrong. I'll tell you the well, you gave both answers. So Jesus yeah. Christ! Well, All right. it depends uh, on the situation. So it actually doesn't depend on the situation. The only <laughs> correct answer is the overhand way. You're pulling; it's over the top, and you're pulling it towards you. That and I'll and I'll give you two reasons why. So first of all, you are correct. Those memes are not just memes. It was literally patented that way. It's meant okay. to be overhand. That is correct. And num But number two, uh, actually, doctors and scientists say that that's also the correct way to do it. Because if you do it in the underhand manner, you're more oh. likely to rub more germs and stuff from the wall, from the underhand side. From from your booty hole, you're, just, you're, you're trying to find the end of the, the toilet paper and you're just spinning yeah. the roll. Yeah. Just, Have you? Just like yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation so where you were doing this and trying yeah. to find it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost damn near impossible. They're not coming on the show. You know? <laughs> like, that's it. That was... If if there was any doubt, that's it. They're not coming on. No one's coming on. This this We don't even have a guest tonight. There no, no guest is ever appearing on the show ever again. That's it. Your job's going to be right. so much harder. Yeah. You know, your job, I'm going to start interacting with you more. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, after desk one, I'm out. I, I kind of, I start doing nope. shots. I... <laughs> well, I, I know that's what you do, but. All right. 
Uh, Aaron Kentner writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what was your favorite age growing up? Um, I would say probably the Gilded Age. Oh, that was magical. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dave? I don't I don't remember growing up. It's all blacked out. <laughs> I assume I assume like, you know, like like seven to ten would be awesome, but uh, it's it's all a blur. I like how the like we work together so well because Dave and I are like the perfect yin and yang. So Dave had a magical childhood that he doesn't remember, and I remember every painstaking traumatic detail. That's great. All right. Awesome observation. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Celeste, <laughs> Celeste Annis writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite kind of soup? Mm. Do you do you have a favorite soup, Dave? I feel like we might have done this before. That doesn't work. Um, I feel like you just tell me your favorite things to eat because you're trying to you're trying to yeah, punish me, torture you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So have you ever had the Panera broccoli cheddar? Yes. I hate Panera in, in most most instances, but if uh -huh. you want a, bro a broccoli cheddar soup, that one's banging. There was this this restaurant where we had our our wedding rehearsal dinner, and they had a, a Italian wedding soup that was awesome. So those are my two most memorable soups, but they're very specific. I don't know if you can just do that anywhere. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, what year was that, Dave? You son of a bitch, Mary! No, two. How old's David? <laughs> what is two thousand eight? Was five? Shit. Mary, I yeah. said no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, no, Aaron read Mary's coming. Aaron doesn't know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Dave. You failed to win the bonus round, but I do think there's some papers oh. waiting for you on the kitchen table upstairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Carl Huber writes, dear Alan and Dave, I like this viewer mail. This viewer mail is going pretty well. You would. Shut up, silly woman. You see how he talks to you, Mary? You see that? I, I just felt it. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, so, that was, probably wasn't the best button. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever say something really terrible, not because you are meaning to be offensive, but it's just what's in your heart at the time? I usually, I word it in a way where they can't, they can't like. Like everybody who was there knew that it was a terrible thing to say, but it, you couldn't like logically pin me down on it. I'm I'm really good at uh, passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, "What? All I said was this," but the tone, the situation, the, the exact wording—they know what I meant. I do that, but not the passive aggressive part. Sometimes I just open fire yeah. on people. <laughs> I can see that. What's that supposed to be? You don't, you don't, you don't know. I don't know shit. You don't, you don't know nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, Carl Huber writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, when you drop soap in the shower, do you have a clean floor or dirty soap?" My house, dirty soap. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to say dirty soap as well. Yeah. It's not going to clean the floor that quick. Yeah. Well, the soap in its in its native form is pure. It can only yeah. go one way from there. Like you can't make the soap oh. less impure. The people who are listening to the podcast version of this right now are like, what are these long, dead silences? Like, yeah, what are they doing? I'm, I'm, and, I, and they can hear Dave going, seven, seven, seven. Like, like, what's he? I feel like it, it was like a double negative situation, less impure. Yeah. So it's more. Dave, Dave's got okay, some more calculus okay. homework that he's trying to work on. That's why. It's... I, I, All right. <laughs> that's kind of how it was. I'd take out both the negative signs, more pure. You can't make it more pure. Okay. All right. Uh, Jeremy Hill writes, Dear Alan and Dave. Can zombies consent to sexual relations? Mm. I'm going to say they can't because they're not real. Well, depends on your definition of zombie. Because I, I... Never mind. Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan, da- viewer mail was going good, and from the moment that I said <laughs> this is going well, it's shit. See? Yep. What do you mean C? Like, I told you, you can't point out how things are going well. You don't tell me a goddamn thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, who is your favorite Family Guy character? Oh, that's a tough one. It's tougher because the show's been awful for like a decade now. Shows shouldn't be on TV that long. They're still doing that? Yeah. I got like the first three seasons on DVD and that's all I ever watched. That's good. Just roll with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some more classic moments after the first few seasons, but mm-hmm. I actually remember reading an interview where Seth MacFarlane himself said around like season eight or nine, he was like, yeah, this is, this is done. We're, we're yeah. out. We're out of material. But Fox was like, Hey money. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so he's done it for like 15 more freaking years. The cow. But do you know they're out? Do you know that they're they've checked out? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, just calling it in now. Yeah, because um, so Man. many of the characters have become parodies of themselves. They're not even yeah. the character anymore. You know just what I'm saying? Catchphrases and yeah, like the same thing happened to the Simpsons. Like the earlier Simpsons, Homer was stupid, but he was like the oaf with a heart of gold, and he would mm-hmm. screw things up and then figure out a way to make them right. And then in later seasons, he's he's just a complete freaking retard, and it's just totally irredeemable. <laughs> and you're like, where's the cleverness? There's there's nothing funny about mm-hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched any of those shows in a while. Uh, greased up deaf guy. You can't catch me. I'll see you guys <laughs> next year. <laughs> We're going to do that at the fourth annual It's Too Late live show, hosted by yours truly as well as David. We're going to... Ryan! Ryan! Is Ryan still here? Is Ryan watching? He's got to be greased up deaf guy. Like, cause, oh. like Ryan, Ryan would be a good one. Yeah. he's Like, I'm not calling him wiry, out. I'm saying, shifty. yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. pin him down. Got that yeah. low center of gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> said, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Ryan, let's talk. Uh, Justin Campbell writes, Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever thrown a remote through a TV watching sports ball? Oh, wow. I have not thrown a remote at the TV before because I was upset. That, that I just seems like an open, yeah. 
I just hit myself. Oh. I want the physical to match the emotional. Everything must okay, be in yeah. balance. Well, you're a cutter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say I cut myself, but I see how you're just <laughs> leaping to conclusions over there. Jesus. I got I got a story for this one. Um I, a guy he he retired, but I worked with him. And I believe him. I wasn't there, but he was watching a game and he and he liked this local team and he liked him a lot. He was a big fan. And he also liked firearms. And somebody screwed up really, really bad, and he shot his TV. And I believe that he shot his TV. Yeah. I don't... He's, <laughs> he's got that I don't have I don't have replacement TVs lying around, so I don't do that, you know? Oh, this guy had a lot of disposable income. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, that guy, go to patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. <laughs> um... And we'll buy a TV in your honor. You know, the hosts of the event had asked me if if we wanted to set up some targets and do some shooting, and I was like, I don't think we should do that because I just I I don't need gunshot victim to be associated with yeah. Our, it's it's our not event. in the promo. It's not in the brochure. Yeah. <laughs> but greased up deaf guy though, we're doing we're doing that. Um, and finally tonight, Marilyn Willemowski writes. Dear Alan and Dave, oh, we're doing this. Let's say you had to go into witness protection to save your life, and they let you pick a new future. Where would you go, and what occupation would you choose? Oh my gosh, that's a great um, question. That's a great question. It's also I, I feel pretty much proof positive Mary's leaving you. <laughs> She's. <laughs> The clues have been, it is, it's like a puzzle coming together throughout all the episodes and all of her questions. Like, she's yeah. given up on killing me. Yeah. Should... <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's evaluating her. options now, I think. Um, okay, so where would you go and what occupation would you choose? Now, I, when I first saw this question, I was thinking, like, retarded answers, like, I'll just be the president of the United States. But yeah, I was like, but on even deal. if that were possible, the whole point is, is that the criminals can't find you as opposed yeah. to you being on TV every night. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, hmm. That one doesn't work. I'm going to go. Hmm. Let's okay. Let's say it has to be in the continental U.S. because like they're not going to send you to the Bahamas or anything. Like they're going to send you to the somewhere in the, in the states. Um, this is a tough one, and she didn't give us time to prepare. She likes to do that. Yeah. Have you, oh, you noticed that too, huh? The last yeah. minute. Yeah. Um. I would go. It has to be somewhere warm. I ain't going up north, so uh, I'm gonna go to Saint Augustine, Florida, oh. and I shall be a jazz musician. Like okay. they can do, they can do that for me, right? Like I can play a little. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll probably supplement any, you know. Oh, okay. All right. If you're not well, that's mine then. God, I hope someone threatens to kill me then. This is great. Well, you're you're on the right path. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. What the fuck is uh, that supposed to mean? What's mean with the show? You know, you can say a lot of inflammatory things. You're gonna upset somebody eventually. 
Okay, but during the show I'm, that I'm hosting, you're supposed to just roll with the punches. You're not supposed to just be, like, giving oh. me your fucking expose. All right, I'll, I'll turn it down. All right. Uh, Dave, where would, where would you go? And what oh. would you do? What is, what is that? It goes around the globe. Longitude? Is those, is those the longitude lines? And latitudes like this? Yeah. So I, I want to stay in the same no. kind of region. Well, right? lati- latitude would be like the equator. They're around because you would okay. walk up them okay. like a ladder. So I'd want to stay in the same latitude of the continental. Like I want to keep kind of the same, okay. kind of the same, uh, you know, get all four seasons, something like that. Even even all the way to the West Coast mountains, something like that. I think I'd like to end up over there, but I I don't want to be totally alone. And I'd like to do pretty much what I pretend to do on this show. I'd like to, you know, maybe produce TV, operate cameras, you know, switch things around, kind of be a director. I think that'd be a lot of fun, like for like a you, a real show, and you know, but now really th- do it. You know, now that you mention it, she asked us the question, and she said, "If you had to go," she didn't say anything about bringing your wife or kids. You see, you notice that in the mm-hmm. question just now. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. She's gonna leave me with the kids. Yeah. Oh, you, it's diabolical. I mean, <laughs> they're, you know, they. I mean, they pretty much take care of themselves at this point, don't they? Pretty well. Young like if like if you just left a slab of meat in the living room and left for a week, they'd they'd figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Just you build Hopefully a campfire. Was rancid. Yeah. You just you just get five small stones and you build a campfire. <laughs> and you just you just eat. No, they 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 chew on it a little bit, leave it in the living room floor until it rots, and then starve. They wouldn't even think of putting it in the fridge. Mary says we already do that. <laughs> All right, have we killed enough of this damn show? Oh, actually, we have. All right, yeah, um, perfect, guys. We're gonna be back with more. It's too late with Alan Mosley right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. play drums don't you i i dabble but i'm not we we got this we got it yeah yeah the, as long ne- as you just need a next a week show for beat next week's show we'll just you'll be like you'll be like max on the old uh on the yeah. old uh yeah on the old conan I'll and you'll be the back screen. there yeah you'll have your drum set and oh i can no. see it now it's gonna be amazing um, we actually have another sponsor to tell you about tonight. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. Yeah. Oh, Dave. Getting twitchy, man. <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> the show's almost <laughs> over. We haven't even done the last segment yet. You're yeah. losing it. I'm starting to get fired up. I thought that after you drank some, it calved your nerves. No, no. No? There's no oh. fixing this. <laughs> 
Okay, anyway, Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which you can find at tnhotsauceco.com. Um, they have so many amazing flavors. You've got uh, poblano jalapeno, you've got blood orange ghost, and you have my personal favorite right here, which is garlic habanero. Can we get can we get a picture of that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh, and check this out. It actually has our freaking personable problematic meter on it. You see that? I see it. Just like just and, like the emojis. Yeah. And this one is right in the middle, and but it's I don't really like super hot. Dave, Jesus Christ, you can change the oh, camera sorry. now. I, I'm, I was like staring at that bottle. I was trying to read the. You were telling the goddamn truth that after desk one, you're just out. Yeah, I, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm I wander off. <laughs> <laughs> he wanders. Um, this this is actually my favorite, and um. Oh. It just, just a little, just toy with it. Not too much. They don't like it when you go. No, not. <laughs> they don't. Bad I don't energy. know who they is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why did I do that? Now. Yep. Now I'm all tingly. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company is going to be at the fourth, the June fourth event. And he is bringing a limited edition hot sauce that you will only be able to find at the fourth annual It's Too Late live show. I'm so uh, excited. Dave and I know what the flavor is, but we're not going to tell anybody. It's going to be dope, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sounds and we're going to have a bunch of barbecues. So it's like it's going to be the perfect opportunity. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. Um, we've reached that point in the show where I feel like we – we could do the segment that we had planned, oh. but if we can just figure out a way to eke out a few more minutes, we just skip the whole thing. Yeah, we just we roll. Yeah, we just roll right along. It was an article from the Mises Institute. It was actually written by a friend, Jeff Deist, that uh, oh, yeah. that made the name the name of the episode what it is. I feel like if we don't do the segment, then people are yeah. like, "Well, I don't understand the thumbnail and the title. Like, what does that have to do with anything?" kind of ties the show together right a swole keasley says is the flavor mild depression no that's just you that's that's just you buddy but we're gonna we're gonna get you greased up and then it got a whole big field and woods back there it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be everybody hunting you yeah Uh, a a speedo and tennis shoes i think yeah some some chucks um so anyway, we've got this article right here from the Mises Institute called Why Social Issues Dominate. Yeah, there's a button, Dave. <laughs> Why Social Issues Dominate by Jeff Deist. Inflation in the U.S. is at 40-year highs, while interest rates on 10-year treasury notes just hit 3%, signaling trouble for home buyers. You can, you can pull it down now, Dave. Oh, Truck drivers pay more than $1,000 to fill their rigs with $5 per oh. gallon diesel. I think it's actually up to 6 now, just in the time that this article came out. Yeah, it went up um, $0.10 cents a day. So yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, to deliver your increasingly expensive groceries and Amazon packages. Crime and hopelessness skyrocket in large cities, exacerbated by virulent opioids like fentanyl and crocodile. And America's proxy war with Russia in Ukraine gives rise to the most serious threats of nuclear strikes against the West since the 1960s. Boy, that's a that's a hell of a way to start an article. 
yet so-called social issues from abortion to critical race theory to teaching gender identity in elementary schools dominate our politics and media. Virtually every voter has a strong opinion on these issues and pays far more attention to them than, say, the M2 money supply or the next Fed Open Market Committee meeting, though the latter could have a far greater impact on the voters' life and finances. So here's the question. Why is that? He says the short answer is this. The Supreme Court. Yesterday brought news, this is a couple-week-old article, that the leaked draft opinion allegedly from Supreme Court Associate Justice Samuel Alito pretends to overturn Roe v. Wade. This brought forth paroxysms of anger and fear across media spectrum, especially on social platforms like Twitter. Protesters quickly arrived at the newly fenced-off court building, and the com uh, commentariat began enumerating the predictable dire threats for the future of women posed by a Trumpian right-wing court. Again, we don't see these outbursts when Congress spends $5 trillion on stimulus, or when the Fed quadruples its balance sheet, to put it mildly, or perhaps even when gas doubles price. Acting wildly beyond its constitutional parameters, the court has become the de facto super-legislature for all 50 states. The political class pretends otherwise, but the strategy of its denunciations against conservative court nominees and its slavish support for progressive nominees demonstrates the ir uh, irretrievably political nature of granting a handful of justices such power over the lives of 330 million people. Uh, that reminds me, our, our good friend Mike Meharry, who is our guest oh. at the fourth annual It's Too Late Live show. He's going to be Whoa. on the show. Yeah. I love that guy. Bringing all the beef at the fourth yeah. annual. Yeah. Uh, that made me uncomfortable, what you just did. Just, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so good. Now, I, the reason I bring him up is, is that he always refers to the Supreme Court as judicial temple monkeys. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. In such a top-down, winner-take-all environment, the stakes become needlessly high and politicized in the nastiest ways imaginable. So, of course, presidential elections and the resulting makeup of the court become matters of life and death for the true believers whose sense of identity is rooted in the social issues ruled upon by the court. So he goes on to explain that there's, there's two basic reasons for that, the first one being judicial review. Um, which is more or less a made-up power of the court to determine the constitutionality of any law at any level of government, uh, which is not found in Article 3 of the Constitution. The second one being uh, interpretations of the 14th Am Amendment, which is the resulting incorporation doctrine that effectively through a net of federal laws rules and court decisions over all 50 states without their consent. Of course, this flies in the face of the Tenth Amendment, which specifically says the powers not delegated to the federal government are reserved for the states and the people, respectively. That's right. Um, skipping down to the end. In short, there's nothing remotely suggesting a right to abortion in the text of the Constitution. What? Under even the most tortured interpretations. Thus, it is purely a matter for states falling under the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. We don't need one abortion rule for all 50 states. Without the Supreme Court's invented jurisdiction, progressives in blue states can have unrestricted taxpayer-funded abortion on demand at any stage of pregnancy. However, progressives never seem to take that deal. Why is that? It's because progressives... The agenda's almost secondary to the want to rule. Yep. 
it's it 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 brings up kind of an interesting side point. I'm going to close the article there uh, to 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 close on for tonight, which is you one would think that if you had a collection of blue states, say you say you have your Californias, your your Oregon's, your Colorado's, your Washington states in the Northeast, say you have your New York's, your Massachusetts of the world. If they're so deeply blue and so slavishly adherent to progressive dogma, then one would think they would be just as interested in the S-word, secession, a national divorce, as perhaps you and I, as perhaps Alabama or Florida yeah. or Tennessee or Texas. But they're not. Why is that? The answer is really simple. They're not really interested in having their way so much as they want to rule. It's not enough for them to rule themselves. They want to rule you too. It's so weird. It's it's an interesting it's it's an interesting little experiment you can run for yourselves when you're talking to your friends and family at home. Uh, maybe at a little get together, maybe with coworkers who won't, you know, get you fired five minutes later. Is just you ask them, how much time do you spend every day thinking about what people in San Francisco are doing and whether or not you like it? <laughs> but how much time do those people spend thinking about the law of the land in Alabama and whether or not they like that? Progressives, by and large are a lot more upset about the way you live your life than you are about the way they live theirs. Mm -hmm. And that's why we can't have nice things. Because they don't just... They, it's not good enough for them to have everything they want. You think... Take California just as an example. California's a big state. they got a lot of resources. California could exit the United States right now and they could have everything they want. They could have UBI. They could have... Uh, their own national health care, single payer, uh, free access to abortion clinics, uh, you name it. Any any rent, uh, a a robust uh, public education system that teaches critical race theory and gender identity, they could have everything they wanted in their own nation, should they so choose. But that's not even up for conversation. What they want is the Supreme Court and the federal government to decide for you that you will have those things or else. It's just something to consider. That's something that I challenge everybody to do after tonight's show. If you, if you have a trusted friend that perhaps doesn't lean politically the same way you do, ask them that question. Do, does it really bother you the way things are in Alabama? Do you think Alabamans are really bothered by the way things are in your state? I think we should wrap up the show. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you decided to go with the going over that article. I loved your take on that. that really I used good. to do stuff. You remember? Yeah. We, yeah, we used you... to have like, you know, we had Ron write, Paul and write things. Yeah. Publish things. Oh, oh yeah. We don't do that anymore. That's stupid. Nobody reads. <sighs> yeah. Nobody reads. That's why. Who's okay. going to read that? No, we're not. We don't have time for that. Uh, all it's right, somebody... guys, we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Stick around.
If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Don't laugh, Dave. And subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Hey guys, he knows Ron Paul. Uh, we're on Odyssey. Go follow Free Seats Platform. It's odyssey.com. It's too late with Alan Mosley at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. That's thanks to Anchor FM. It's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. Um. You're having a freaking party over there, Dave. I am. I'm having a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. Um, joining doesn't get you out of the ads. There's something wrong, okay? You Apparently, he's joined the same club you're in, which is yeah. day one subscriber sees every ad. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, Dave, do you have a final thought? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I get I get ads watching my own show, like on my channel. That's when I start my show and it plays me an ad. I don't know if I get paid me if I pay me for watching my ads, which is fine. I'll watch all the ads. That's that's cool. Um, this was a lot of fun. We were we were a little nervous about this show, and I I think it, it might be a little memorable. And, you think uh, so? Yeah, I think it will. And your and your take on the on the the whole what people care about. That's that's that was really interesting. I like that a lot. Good times. Well, th- well, thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll just quit planning shows. We'll just do them. Yeah, just do the show. I'm straight shooting, shooting from the hip. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually the name of my Discord server. Is is Alan's straight talk server? Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to have this bit back in the day where I would say uh, schools would invite me to come in and talk to the kids, and it would be Uncle Alan's straight talk with the kids. They don't they don't <laughs> let me do that anymore though. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. Unless you're going to join us at the after party, in that case, you oh, go the to after Twitch. party, yeah. Are we doing Stick around, one? guys? Yeah, for a little bit. Quick okay, adventure. all right. We'll we'll do the earbud thing. If the earbuds are on, we're partying. If uh, they're off, we're, yeah. we're going to bed. See, so go to they went Twitch TV slash Alan underscore Mosley. We're doing an after party. So they, they wouldn't give you straight talk to the kids, but we can have, you know, story time with the the drag queens. That's kind of weird. You're kind of weird. I am kind of weird. Shirts off. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you better believe it. And then right back on before the camera comes back on. <laughs> <laughs>